everyone. It is the Tuesday, August 17th, if you can believe that. Not when you're listening, but who cares about that? May as well be. May as well be. Time doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. Um, but we are here for another episode of Unlimited Railworks Video Game Choo Choose Anime Podcast, where we talk about anime. Um, with me, as always, is John. It's time, once again, for anime. For anime? Yes. That's crazy. It's almost unacceptable, but we continue to strive for good content and good conversation, and that's all we can do. Well, you know, I think anime brings a lot of that to the table. Um, it can. People people say that we should destroy anime. I don't think they're right. I think mm-hmm. we should we should learn to coexist with it. Um, <laughs> speaking, I don't know why I was going to say speaking of coexistence, LV. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, and I don't think it can even be used as a we are, like yeah. a transition. <laughs> I mean, we are coexisting, and I guess so. Yeah, as we are talking, yeah, you know, peacefully. We have we don't have conflict as far as I know as far as what I I know, hope not I, don't know what <laughs> I, I guess you know what scenes. I might be thinking of Aquatope um, yes since I've been watching the Aquatope show and the penguins mm-hmm. attack it's like yeah it's like this it's like we're we're peacefully screw getting along yeah <laughs> absolutely screwed up from what I've heard from the latest oh yeah. <laughs> I, I still haven't started it, but oh man. Oh man. I'll, I'll get into it later. I'll try not to spoil too much. There's not much to spoil. It's a, you know, well, the classic slice you know, of life okay. thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But it's like, it's a slice of life thing. Like, what did the girls do? Nothing. Like, you know, you know, it's it's very much that. <laughs> Aquarium stuff. They clean the tank. Sure. They clean the tank. Yeah. I'm assuming they, that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this anime podcast. Maverick is still on the scene investigating anime. Um, <laughs> it's a very dangerous, pretty crazy. Uh, uh yep. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna find out more so we can coexist with anime. Um, <laughs> we have to figure out its habits. It's uh, I, yeah, I think he is finding the secret. Like, what is the? Yeah, how does it? What tick? is the thing that will unite us? <laughs> I mean, and soon he's gonna be teaching. You know, we, we're gonna we can get the take on what you know the, the younger generations think of anime. Oh man, we can find out. Much to think about. Much to think about. It's Danganronpa, though. Uh, <laughs> it, it, well, at least, at it, least it conceptually. I don't know if they care about the anime per se. It's a little hard to parse. I, I, it's like uh, you see a lot of you. We see a lot of Zoomers cosplaying and TikToking. Oh yeah. With with, with oh, the yeah. franchise, this, this, we just. I mean, they just came the out, right? Video game pod. <laughs> yeah. What? The big re-release just happened recently, so I oh, imagine. Uh, yeah. No, it's out soon. What? It's coming out. I thought it was yeah, out. No, it's in, like, November, I think? Oh. Well. Yeah. Then what the fuck? Okay. I'm very confused then. <laughs> I mean... Scary I don't stuff. know. V3's not that old. Like, it, it's probably just a case of, like, they got to that and then they went to the old ones. If you can believe it, yeah. kids I mean, can I... play old games. It's crazy to think about, but they can just <laughs> do the it. Fuck, like I did that. It's technically, an old series. Oh, oh, geez. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, fir- the they're, first they're Danganronpa. Looking... Yeah. The first Danganronpa is going to be ten years old this year, so that means oh, it is no. officially a retro game, according to Retronauts. Oh, it no. is officially a retro game. Yeah. 
I mean, that makes sense. I'd say it's pretty retro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a PSP old. game. PSP, I yeah. would say, is a retro console now. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm emulating it on my Vita, and it looks old as hell. Like, it... Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, thankfully, there's no Danganronpa anime this season. Um, <laughs> we're, we're spared that one. I mean, they're, they're, the, the Zoomers are a lucky generation where the Shonen is pretty hot right now. It's pretty Oh, generous. yeah. Pretty solid stuff. Yeah, for sure. For sure, at least. So there's that. So. Definitely. I yeah. I, I really do wonder what I mean I have to figure it's 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 my hero academia, right? That's the big one, probably. Yeah, for, yeah, definitely. Demon Slayer. And then Demon Slayer. Sure. Maybe it's, uh, it's weird. It's weird hmm. to not it's it's weird not to see weird not to see people Naruto running and and wearing the yeah <laughs> village band, you know, in like in like cons, you know, in terms of like last time I've been in the con in, in a con, right? Um, it's it's a lot of Demon Slayer and Hero Academia. Um, yeah, you see like teenagers cosplaying and Danganronpa. Like you know, unfortunately, yeah. circle back to that. It's very uh, strange <laughs> the Danganronpa. I have noticed uh-huh. that as well. It's just strange. I'm really confused now. Mm-hmm. The game's not out. I'm so confused. What happened? There's got to be some influencer that played it. That's got to be it. Um, yeah, probably, probably. Some streamer Speak? played it because yeah, the the yeah. the the age Terry of the Cruz game did. and like <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> yeah, Terry Crews played Danganronpa pretty recently. Okay. Okay. Oh no, you're right. Like he he did he did do something with his son. His son is a streamer, yes. I believe. Yes. Um, All right. So okay, that. that makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense. At least okay. once. I was just like I thought you were just like yeah, Terry Crews just live tweeting his LP of. Uh, I mean, you know, he oh, was no. he was fucking in there. He was he was playing it with his son. He was talking about how much he you know he liked the characters. He was you know. He was he was I'm participating. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I think we should probably start right. So, uh, Elvie, have you seen the Evangelion movie? No, I have not. I have not. Uh. Okay. Well then, John, you're the only one here, but I figured you should probably start with the hotness, the new hotness, if you wanted to (laughs) discuss a little bit about Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time. Christ. Okay. Thrice. What is going on with that title? Mm-hmm. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I watched it. I don't really, I don't really know what they were doing with the title. I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> it's the thing um, to do. Oh no! What I do know is that it whipped ass. It was absolutely okay. what I wanted from an Evangelion finale, a new Evangelion finale, a new age finale. That was not the end of Evangelion. Um, I have a lot of thoughts, uh, and I will try to not be spoilery, I promise. I I know that people are still trying to watch it. It's up on Amazon if you have that. Um, Of course, there are other ways. Um, But my main takeaway was that Anno, as a writer and as a creator, um, I think he's mellowed out a lot. Um, And I think he's become more... Um, more of an inviting person to uh, to other works and to how people interpret what he does. Because, like, I just think about End of Evangelion and how that was... That felt like a bit of a... Like, that was a lashing out statement. That was a, oh, you want your End of Evangelion, huh, you pricks? Like, that very much felt like Anno taking a stand and trying to shut down 
anyone coming at him for more Ava. But the rebuild movies, especially now with uh, 3.0 plus 1.0 here, um, it feels like he invites people to critique his work. And insofar as that he is critiquing his own work with these films, uh, he's like, he's going over them. He's, he's like, I, I feel like maybe at first the rebuild films were just trying to be a retreading, a retelling of the story. But I think at least with 3.0 and now with 3.0 plus 1.0, it feels more like he's responding to his old work. And he's trying to respond in a more positive way. In like I, I feel like 3.0 was tearing everything down, and in this one, it's building everything back up. And he's he's leaving Evangelion with a statement like, I'm happy that you enjoyed Evangelion. I'm happy that I got to make Evangelion, and I'm ready to move on, and I want you to come with me. Like, that. that's how it feels like. It feels like, hey, I'm getting... Like, listen, Anno's probably just stoked as shit because he's making Shin Ultraman and Shin Kamen Rider. Like, he's just like, y'all... Yeah. <laughs> I get to make all kinds of cool shit. How could he be depressed? Yeah. So... But, but I think that even extends to his worldview in general. Like, I, like Shin Godzilla was a film about the government not being able to respond to disaster. But 3.0 plus 1.0 is a film about people respond, being able to respond to a disaster. Like the, the average person, the average people coming together and solving problems and how, you know, the bureaucracy isn't going to save us. Like Shin Godzilla was on saying the bureaucracy will not save us. And at, like, hell the first like 40 minutes of 3.0 plus 1.0 is on saying, but we, we, we can save us. We, we can save us. Um, like just like thinking about all the, you know, all the, all the things that have happened in Japan with, you know, the, the disasters of the, of the tsunami and the, um, and the nuclear reactor and now all the COVID stuff. It definitely feels like this is a response to that in a more positive light instead of Shin Godzilla's more, uh, more critical light. Like the, like, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil too much, but like everyone has seen a farmer Ray it's because Ray's out there farming with some old ladies and helping, you know, helping people survive, you know, helping a village thrive. And, you know, it's about how, like, it's it's a far more positive outlook to, like, where Evangelion went, where 3.0 left. Because, like, Shinji caused a huge fucking problem in 3.0. He basically caused another impact and you know a lot of people got hurt but now he's able to confront what he did and he's also not doing it alone he it this 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 movie also i feel like has a much healthier mindset with depression like something that was a bit inspiring for me personally throughout Evangelion was its message of, you know, of, of accepting yourself and learning to love yourself, even though you 
it, it's it's difficult for you to be able to do that. But 3.0 plus 1.0 acknowledges the fact that it is difficult to do that alone. And that healing is an experience that can only happen if you work through it with others. Um, and like Shinji and Asuka again, don't want us to go too into detail, but they, like, work through things together at times, and there's legitimate fucking communication between characters that you would never, ex- you would never expect, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a really, really sensational film. Um, I think it wraps up Evangelion really well. Like, I think it's, it's, it's just impressive that they revisited what evangelion was and they made it a far more mature far more smart take on pretty much everything that those previous pieces of work put forward like it like this is evangelion for the new age and i still think that watching even the original evangelion is important but i think watching the rebuilds and like you know, working through it and be like the original Evangelion was what I needed to watch as a teenager. This is the Evangelion that I needed to watch as a, as an adult. Like that is how I felt. Um, and you know, even besides that, it's well animated. I would say it's definitely nowhere near as great as, uh, end of Ava. This end of Ava is just like insane, but this is still really, really pretty. Um, great music. Uh, I, I watched the English dub. I thought the English dub was actually really good. Um, you know, they actually brought back all the original voice actors, which, like, I know it's kind of weird to say, but, like, you know, they they kind of, like, shafted a lot of them with the Netflix dub. But then now it's just kind of like, well, how you have that Netflix dub and you're kind of shafting them now. So it's just, like, it's a really weird feeling. Um, but, you know, I, you know, if, if I were them, I would have, I mean, if I were fucking, I mean, it's fucking Amazon, so they have infinite money. If I were them, I would just be like, hey, let's do two dubs. (laughs) I would straight up do that. Uh Um, but they won't because they know that all they have to do is the, is do it with the original voice actors and like, Straight up, I would really want to highlight Amanda Wynn Lee. Like, she fucking kills it as Ray in this. Like, she, like, it's 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 weird to say that like her voice is very strained and awkward throughout, and that might be off-putting to some. But to me, I just think that really fit Ray in this scenario. How she's like completely like like th- this isn't ray as we know it she this is the ray that is like one of the copies that is barely like able to understand like what's going on and i just really think like her basically like sounding like she's like barely alive fits um like it it was definitely like i could tell it was in uh it it was a um it was a choice It, it was deliberate yeah um i thought it was sensational i really really loved it um, can't recommend it enough. I mean, if you're an Evangelion fan, you're going to go out and see it. But I mean, I know it's kind of, it's kind of weird to be like, Hey, go watch four movies. But like, I really feel like each rebuild made the past rebuild films better. 
Like, I remember not really caring about Rebuild when I had only seen, like, two, the first two. Then three ended up making two, one and two way better, and now this one is even made all the... Like, it's 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 all important, you know? It's, like, it melded together into a complete story, which is really wild to think about, because it took, like, a decade to come together. Um, right. So, I I liked it a lot. I liked it a whole lot. And I'm, you know, I'm happy that there is this new Evangelion for a new generation that can experience it all together and get something, you know, like, I I hope that people walk away from this and aren't just going to keep making Shinji's depressed jokes, you know, because that is not what this is just about. It is about figuring your shit out and accepting your depression and working with it far more like even more than the old show was about like it it's it's a much more mature much more current form of this conversation in my opinion well that's good to hear um i'm not exactly the biggest ava fan in the world but i'm very happy that it has turned out well for the ava fans Mm -hmm. um yeah, uh, no, that's good. That's really good. I, I'm especially glad to hear that he's become better because I think I think that happens with everyone, mm-hmm. right? That happens with I think most creators is they do get more hopeful as they get older, which is interesting. Um, I think especially in anime specifically that happens. Uh, you notice it where it's like like even Berserk to an extent was sort of like that, even though it got like that a little faster. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, no, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, it was in no ways perfect, I don't think. But I'd even mm-hmm. say, like, if you if you have seen the original Evangelion and you were frustrated with some of it, I do think that it might be worth checking it out. But it is also a lot to ask, especially this last movie. This last movie is two and a half hours long. Um, right. But it, I, I mean, I didn't feel like it. You know, like I, I, it, it felt all of it felt like natural and like it was it was supposed to be there like i i can definitely see a lot of people complaining that maybe that like that first half an hour 40 minutes where there's a lot of like build and a lot of the characters like you know revisit like the whole village segment i guess i'll just say um i could see people saying that it's long and slow but i thought it was like exactly what it needed to be it it needed to they needed to express where those characters are in the moment it needed to express how they interact with this uh this con this environment and how it changes them to see the world in this state i thought it was good so yeah i liked it a lot i'm glad um yeah, I, I I I used to be a big Ava head, but I think I've just I think I've just become more of a Gumbuster head now. Especially since we rewatched it, I'm just like, man, I wish Ava was Gunbuster. I don't. That's my sicko hey, you tapes. know, I I am of the th- of the thought that I don't want to have Mecha argument. I want to have Mecha acceptance. You know what? I think Gunbuster fucking rocks too. So that's my opinion, you know. I'm gonna pick. I'm yeah. gonna pick up that Discotech Gunbuster release because that's gonna be fucking awesome. And I can't believe that they rescued that. That's really good. No, it's good. But I'm also gonna. I'm. I'm gonna have to figure out getting that Evangelion uh, release because that's probably gonna be a 
bitch and a half to get, and it's probably also going to be really expensive, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, there you go. There's the... There are my Ava thoughts. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you could cover up for me not watching it, because I feel like if you didn't talk about Evangelion this week, it would, like, why, why are we even a podcast? Yeah. Hey, I watched it that um, day. I was like, I gotta watch a day yeah, of, no, I'm, yeah. you know, I had some errands to run, but as soon as I was done, I was like, yeah, fucking, I'm sitting here and I'm watching this movie. I don't care what happens. Um, Speaking of similar new hotness, Elvie, are you watching the new Magia Record? Is that I what am. you're doing? Are you doing I this? I am indeed watching it. Um, so I haven't watched it yet, so yeah. I'd be curious to see what you think so far. Uh, I've only seen some cuts from it that look uh-huh. pretty good. So, so right, the the game, right, when did, the, when did they pull the plug on the game for the North American players? August of last year. Oh, gosh, so yeah. So yeah, I can't really comment on the standpoint as someone who played it. You, you have, though, so I actually don't know if these mm-hmm. events are actually um, still on that same track or probably a different track at this point. Um, but yeah, um, we, the series opens up with our original girls, the, you know, Rachel and Maguka is suffering, um, you know, Madoka and all, um, which is interesting. So I, I think there, there's now going to be a more clear, apparent, um, convergence at some point with them and then our new cast well not quite new cast at this point what when did this a series originally this series or the first season of the series originally aired um oh spring last 2020? spring I think. okay I don't, it felt yeah. very long i don't know why the gap felt really long um it did no it did i'm already really with long. you um so i can't i don't know if saying new is correct at this point <laughs> but yes i hope you know what i mean um with iroha and all that um our older girls uh and it wasn't until episode two where it does continue off where um, the first season pretty much directly ended where, you know, shit's going down. Um, there's the whole thing where, you know, there's a promise, you know, this group is promising that, you know, we can stop the whole, um, we can stop magical girls from like turning into witches, that whole thing. Um, Iroha is still missing uh, <laughs> and the blue haired girl's losing her mind because of that. Uh, from so that was pretty much it, it's pretty much resuming exactly from where the first season ended but um yeah i'm still pretty much following along otherwise yeah i do not again like i said i do not have context if this is if this is pretty much from the playbook of the mobile game which i'm assuming is still yeah. online and we american players unfortunately have lost something <laughs> yeah so so they did finish the story i'll give them the benefit oh, okay. here they did finish the story okay. for the first part before they killed it yes. um <laughs> and um th- so the way that the game was structured was you had the main story which is like with the new girls and then you had a side story thing that you were doing at the same time, which yeah. was all the stuff happening at the same time with the old Madokas. Yes. Um, so I imagine they just streamline that in a way that works for that medium probably better. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, something that was interesting about the show to me was that um, I imagine it's so that they could do this now where they're doing, you know, all the big animation with all the, yeah. the old girls now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, the, uh, the, the old uh, Madoka should have been in like episode four. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
mm. uh, if we were going by the mobile game's original right. story. So it's it's interesting that they removed them, especially because like the first season ends with like a big mommy fight. Yeah. Um. So to just like have that come out of nowhere, I think it works. I think it worked really well for that anime. I think they made it all like work, but it was very strange because there was like very little foreshadowing, basically, whereas there was a lot in the game. Right. Um, I'm yeah, I'm kind of incorrect in saying like, oh, it takes it took until episode two. Like, no, episode one very much had like the little strands of like you know like yeah, first season ended with you know confronting mommy or what whatever the hell yeah. she's whatever's going on with her fucked up shit. Catholic. Uh, she's yeah. become yeah, Catholic. She became Catholic. Uh, <laughs> and episode one right starts off as like a conventional. Monica episodes where, oh, think, you know, things are happening, and then, you know, it's apparent that there's something going on here, and, um, our, our Homura, she comments at some point that how things are different, you know, and, you know, it's again, it's again ominous and very vague, like, you know, what's going on here, it's, it's still, um, you know, it's still not quite clear what this means in regards to, you know, the timeline in the movies, the timeline in the original series, right? Um, and, um, she sees, she, she, she like, sees this vision of the little sister of, um, yeah, Iroha. Iroha's like si- Iroha, sick little yeah. sister. Yeah, she sees a vision of Yui or Ui. I'm not sure. It's Yui, I think. Ui. Um, yeah, Ui. <laughs> and it pretty much it ends. It is Ui. I yeah. hate saying it. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're all like Odo's moments in regards to like okay, no, yeah. There's there. It's 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 converging into something somewhere with the other girls. Um, and it pretty much ends with them acknowledging mommy's missing you know we got to go to that other city you know you know the <laughs> which is the main setting for magia record so there there is definitely some stuff up there but it was it was just it was just kind of interesting to see all the old girls again for what felt like a yeah, totality with- of a full episode and homura in her like you know kind of vulnerable <laughs> yeah. state for most of it and keeping that face up which was which was interesting to see that again um even though at this point one who's watching the series or chooses to watch the series knows like everything that has happened you know I, i'm pretty sure no one watching this is going in blindly um, oh yeah who's homer what is this <laughs> i have no idea oh she's so silly she's so clumsy ah <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, no. she's so useless uh, no it's not even the case even in that state but yeah it's 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 it's, it's all good um so far, still, um, that it, it, it kills me that they already have a third season confirmed. That's that's kind of funny. Um, Wait, really? At least I'm looking. I didn't at, know that. Yeah, I um, am I, or unless I'm wrong, unless I'm looking at this wrong. <laughs> no, I'd believe you. I feel like, and I've seen that now that you said that. Okay, wait. So, hmm. This is season two. It says, it, yeah, okay, there's something, yeah, there's something weird yes, here. Yes, I see, I see this now. Final season it at was the end confirmed. of 2021. Yeah, so as far as I know, this season mean? has, like, yeah, it still has only eight episodes, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if the last Oh, it's only eight? Yeah, it look, at least that's what it looks like so far from the number okay. I'm seeing across the different platforms and um, I don't know if that will change or if that's an error. Um, I see, that makes sense. But okay. it, oh, that's the they, case. Of course, they would delay it because... Yeah. COVID. I forgot COVID existed, if you can believe it. I completely forgot. Right. <laughs> that that would be why it's causing it. But yeah, if that's the case, that's a little weird. Why is that not just a full season? If the last season's also eight episodes, I don't know. Maybe there's a distinctive like arc change where they felt like they wanted to do that or something else. I'm not sure, but... <laughs> Yeah, there is a it. Yeah, it's still the full thing will end this year somehow. Maybe I'm not sure. Doubt, highly doubt. <laughs> but that is the plan. Yeah. There is indeed another season, technically, which I consider part of this season. Honestly, 
Um, or maybe as a movie. Maybe that's another. I, I don't know. It's, 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 Technicalities. Who knows? who knows? There's still the Madoka movie happening too. You're right. Like that the is normal Madoka so. movie. I don't. <laughs> I don't too know if much. this will. It will likely connect to this. You know, that's that's that's. Really I don't know if it's too much. I'm excited for the movie personally. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that because I love Rebellion. I love love love, love Rebellion. Um, Do you really think that they could like so, go on even further past Rebellion though? If listen, I'm at the stage where it's like I don't care if it's bad. <laughs> is the thing i'm just i'm interested to see if it can be something good okay because like rebellion will exist it'll be fine sure i can just pretend that that's the old one if it's bad all but right I, I have faith in the way that modern madoka stuff has been written um in magic record from all the people involved like magic record has, if you want to talk about like the evangelion hopeful type stuff it is very much the same okay. thing um yeah I, very I much feel like that, the whole yeah. It definitely feels that way. Yeah, not to get it. Yeah, not to get into spoilers, but like the Magic Record, like whole story conceit is basically like, what if the instead of like fighting and doing epic battle royales, the girls just were all friends and like formed a coalition and alliances and stuff like that and took care of each other. Yeah. What if the, what if there mm. isn't some weird fucked up misogynistic underbelly here where we're, for some reason we want these yeah, girls to kill exactly. each other <laughs> that's exactly yeah, what there's, that, there's yeah, not I, yeah, that this is like yeah. that, it, this feels a little more unified in which the the conceit conceit even from the first scene like the ongoing thing is like we are trying to work like you know like we're you know meeting all these characters and again I, it, I think it's a I think it's flaw really is that it's like unloading so many characters at once that's what its main flaw is yeah it's like I don't remember Definitely. anyone's name gotcha that's why I said blue haired girl I'm like oh no she's like important why do I do it? Um, yeah and um but it's 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 a very apparent that you know there are clearly people working against each other. People have clearly like ulterior motives as to what the hell is going on here. Um, and but it's a it, in terms of the people working together. In fact, like you know, I, I clearly remember like some of the f- episodes in the first season was very much about like people like you know the girls trying to resolve their issues in their friendships or relationships, you know what have you, and trying to confront like why am I feeling this way to this person and why is it a causing a problem. Um, and that kind of carries on through here from what I'm understanding where it's, they're trying to work together because, you know, they don't want to take this anymore. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. I, 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 I need to get to it. I've just been playing catch up cause I was gone for a week and then, you know, there's so many anime to catch up on. There's all these, uh, um, but yeah, I, I really liked Magic Record a lot when it was here. I think it's very funny if you go to the Twitter account for the game, which they're using for the anime now, mm-hmm. um, if you might imagine the replies might be a little toxic uh, <laughs> if you yeah, can believe it i'm sure <laughs> um yeah but uh i i still don't understand why they shut down that game because people looked at the revenues and it seemed fine uh, very strange very strange um but i'm still glad this that we get the anime officially brought over they'd be insane not to but it is this really weird vibe right like it's like if we were getting the babylonia fate anime and they shut down fate go <laughs> like <laughs> as if that okay. would happen and that will never happen no um, it's no it's, it's, it's a, a nightmare monolith you know um speaking of you know they i that that john that solomon movie's coming out soon yeah i'll check that out i have no i wonder if they're i wonder how that will be 
I know you haven't played that part, but I mean, you've, you've seen Babylonia now, basically. So yeah. You, you got yeah. it. Um, and I'd be curious to see if that's any better than some of the later parts of that anime, which I thought were like, eh. And I, oh, I, and, uh, yeah, I really didn't like the Camelot movie. I forgot to say I did watch yeah, that. Yeah, I watched after you that. Said. And I mean, it just kind of came and went. It felt like a bad adaptation of what they had there in the game. Okay. I think, like, I think it worked better in visual novel form hmm. for Camelot, sure. in my opinion. Anyways, no fake go. Okay. No fake talk. <laughs> um, the, um, there's nothing to say. That's I, all. I, if no, I had no, a reason, no, I would go off. Believe me. <laughs> there is there is nothing to say because there there can potentially be too much to say, and and it's very dangerous. Oh yeah, I could go off forever. You can't. I. It's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. It is real bad. I wonder if they'll make another Tsukihime anime. Hmm, there's much to think about. That'd be smart. Um, it would be smart. The first one was really bad though, so who knows? <laughs> um, all right. Uh. I watched, I didn't watch much anime, I'm going to say that right now. Playing a lot of catch-up, not much to talk about yet. A lot of stuff that's just like, yeah, it's going somewhere, I'll probably have more thoughts as we get further in the season, stuff like that. Um, But I did watch, um, I did get caught up on Aquatope, on the White Sand, the aquarium show Mm -hmm. that um, I believe Maverick also checked out, Mm -hmm. I think, right? Mm-hmm. and this is, it is a genuinely, I think, an enjoyable show. I think it's well-paced. I think it's well-animated. Um, it has just a lot of weirdly amateuristic um, writing choices, though. Mm. Um, I, I think I mentioned this in our group chat that we have for the podcast. But um, so in the most, they do this thing where everyone has to foreshadow something. So everything <laughs> has to be dramatic irony. Um like so to give you an example um there's a lot of examples of these in the first three episodes but in the fourth episode it opens with like the main character girl being like i love my penguin more than anything i've known this penguin since i was a child and then like she had a dream about the penguin and how like you know a flashback or whatever and then she's like teaching the new girl how to like handle the penguins or whatever she's like this is my favorite penguin i love this penguin so much (laughs) and then like five minutes later they're like the penguin has a foot disease and is dying and it was just like like, it was just like i mean like i made a joke about it but then they literally did it like immediately not even like foreshadowing later down the line it's like boom and they're like oh no what do we do? Our um, our veterinarian is is on maternity leave right now. Oh, oh my shit. gosh! Coincidentally, uh, what should, what, sh- <laughs> what should we do? And um, one of the other members of the aquarium just ends up calling her, and she's just like, "Oh, I'll come in, even though I'm I'm direly pregnant. I'm overdue." <laughs> she says when oh, she shit. walks in. Oh no! And um. The character's like, oh my gosh. And she'll go, don't worry, I will never give birth inside of this aquarium. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> um, oh no. No, th- I believe they actually did get her out of the aquarium, I think. Um, <laughs> I think she did go in a taxi somewhere. Oh, but you, you think was... so? You're so unclear if, the, if it was 
if the birth was successful oh no <laughs> yeah oh, no. Oh. i think it was successful it was successful oh, okay. it was it was just like she took it there and then she was like i think like the core message of that episode that i thought was like better that they got back to with that was like they're slowly like teasing out like why this aquarium means a lot to this main character girl right. who's taken over right like because she's like she's like talking to the the mom or whatever when she has her baby or whatever and she has like a maternity journal which is a thing in japan they give out from like the prefecture government um Mm -hmm. and she's just like oh i like i I wonder what my mom wrote in mine because she doesn't have any parents or whatever Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and think about that and i think that works well but it was just like this ridiculous one-two punch of like (laughs) i love this penguin so much i hope my (laughs) penguin doesn't get a disease and die and then the penguin gets a disease and then it's like oh no i'm so pregnant i won't give birth here like it's just like combining these two different things it was just like in one episode like it was like just like a gauntlet Penguin yeah. disease with the miracle of life or like motherhood, like. <laughs> yeah, I I think like, I think also the there's one part of this show that's not doing it for me. Um, I, again, I think it's it, the main thing that it has going for it is it's beautiful. It has, um, these interesting characters that have like you know different motives and stuff like that that aren't like deep but more like you know like they're just vibing type things. Um, but, uh, the other thing that's not working is they, Maverick mentioned this about the first episode, but they have this thing where when sometimes when people are in the aquarium, they enter a magic dream realm where they are like floating in the ocean. And for the, the pregnant woman, she saw her, her future child or whatever floating in the ocean. (laughs) And like, they did this whole big thing. And I was just like man i don't don't like this this is just like like i don't want to say cringe or anything but it it was sort of like that like and that's how i felt about a lot of them it's very like that like classical idea of naturalism and like the fantasy inherent to it so like just like it didn't hit so like they entered aquarium the first time and like there's this very exaggerated fantasy sequence where they're like oh it's so beautiful and then they start i'm underwater yeah, yeah. yeah yeah okay I know what you mean, though. Yeah. And, like, but the the fucked up thing about it is, like, the main girl, the aquarium owner girl, she's like, you saw it, didn't you? The magic dream realm. And I'm <laughs> like, so I don't know is the thing. I don't know if this is, like, like, I assume it's all metaphorical. That The text would imply that it is metaphorical. But she did say this. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know. They brought it up a few times. Um. But yeah, I, I think it is an enjoyable like it is a it is a drama. Um, I think there haven't been many of these this format type thing that's in a drama form. It's always the slice of life like um, our time at Breakwater, um, mm-hmm. you know that type of thing. The mug show like right. this this <laughs> the mug show the slice of life or comedic. <laughs> I mean that's show. what it is. Uh, <laughs> this comedic notion, right? Like this this idea that it has to be like this jokey or like. You know, oh, get up to some hijinks, we're the girls, or whatever thing. This is very much like one girl working through some shit and another girl working through some shit, but she's not acting like she's working through shit. She's just, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. pushing herself. I think it works. I think it's a pretty good show overall. Um, but again, the dream sequences, I, I, I could do without them, I think. It just feels like a product of, like a mainstream film 
that is not particularly good where they it's like we have we have the the production capabilities to do this so we should do this and it does doesn't interject into the narrative at all in an interesting way like it doesn't it doesn't answer the worries of any of the characters when they have this moment like i think that could be a way it would work where it's like you know it's creating this thing of like what does this place mean to them what can this um notion of like an aquarium the tranquility inherent to a place like that what can that mean to someone and what can it do to their mind it's nothing like that it's just like you entered the magic dream realm Um, i love to enter the magic dream realm (laughs) like listen yes I, i i do too but no i don't that's a lie i really don't actually i really really don't like yeah i really really don't uh i forgot myself there um but no no i i just think it feels very at odds it just feels out of place it feels like it's being done for the sake of it i didn't actually look up if this is in anime original i believe this is a light novel if you told me that um but let's see I like that when you search for it, the first result is eerie. Mm. Uh, it just says the aquatope <laughs> eerie. <laughs> uh, it is not a eerie, by the way, so far. At least it doesn't seem like it. Um, it is an original work. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, uh, it's pretty decent, I think. It's pretty decent. Um, y'all are still watching Jahi, huh? I am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I'm just behind on it. I'm still watching it. Just I'm I'm behind on it. What do you think? I saw it's 20 episodes. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, 20 episodes. LV, how are you feeling about it? Because honestly, like, I'm still enjoying it, but it's also just kind of like happening to me, and I'm just kind of like, all right, you know, this is fine. <laughs> you know, I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing, but like, especially this this newest episode. This newest episode was like nothing, but like. La- Last week's was pretty funny. Like, our getting lost in the forest was pretty funny. But this week was <laughs> yes, just like... and then nurturing the bird. Yeah. What a sick thing to say. It was funny. <laughs> she just like, she almost died. Her getting lost in the forest, that was funny. She almost died. She did almost oh, die. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, otherwise, like, this, this new episode was just kind of like, whatever. I mean, you saying it's 20 episodes? That might be a little bit worrying just because they might be, like... Wearing it a bit too thin here, um, I'm a little worried about that. But LV, please, uh, how do how do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, I I mean, they're yeah, they're they're playing it pretty straight how the manga is. But I can I can definitely say like in the first episode alone, they didn't they didn't build up, they didn't do the thing where they built up like how she got the apartment, how she got the job. They, they, you you see a little right. bit about that. Like I wonder if they're gonna go back and maybe do that. It might be like a like a recap, like not recap, but like you know like a, a flashback thing, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, yeah, they're it's 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 playing pretty straight. Like I'm surprised though she hasn't met. At this point, she she would have met like the kids you you see teased in the opening. Like she will meet kids who think like she's a kid like legit. Oh, they haven't got there yet. Huh? No, they haven't got there yet. Usually, usually I I recall that happening in the beginning. Again, I haven't. I can. I, can I thought that back. was like the first chapter. Yeah, yeah. She meets a I, child. And I it, probably like, just yeah, misremember. Yeah, and then she unfortunately has to deal with the fact like, oh no, this kid actually thinks I'm a kid too. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think they kind of did skip some stuff in the ga- beginning, but ma- again, maybe it's just that they're changing the order for whatever pace they're going with. So far, yeah, the 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 the, 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 the their focus seems to be right now is her former servant and how she's just really insecure about the fact that, like, oh my gosh, this her this this peon of mine, at least former peon of mine, is is somehow 
like is successful and like is, is surviving way better than me, if not mm-hmm. way above comfortable in this world because she somehow got more mana crystals than I did, and it's and it's and you know she's just. You know, the whole the whole series is just about her being way too prideful that she doesn't want to ask for help or admit she mm-hmm. is, like, in a bad situation. Like, the fact she's a... The fact she... Yeah, she's just a fucking child renting an apartment, like, by herself <laughs> with no fucking food. She can't just die, like, honestly, like, doing nothing. Like, she has no fucking food, and uh, like, if not for the fact that her boss <laughs> at work is, like feels bad for her and it's like oh okay yeah i can her boss at work can literally house her but she doesn't want to admit that like she's fucking starving and like Mm -hmm. and like meanwhile her crazy sister who is the landlord is is, like just on her ass all the time um but no it's 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 still it's it's, yeah it's a funny series um but no i agree like i don't know yeah it's also me down to like i don't know if they're gonna revisit some stuff that technically they kind of skipped over and but because yeah, it could, they could wear them. They could potentially wear themselves out, and like it's like oh okay, the bits being repeated. You know, mm-hmm. like what else can they do? Which is totally fair. So, my question: I don't remember this because I, 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 it's been a while since I read the Reddit. But what does she do with her money? <laughs> like I, I. I, when I watched the first episode, I was just thinking, I was like, wait, what does she do with her money? Because I was really confused. I think I, it goes I can't to the, the rent, life of me remember. That's I think the problem. But yeah. But she also wasn't paying the rent for months. Right. Um, yeah. That is true. So that's that's why I was confused. I couldn't remember. I feel like there was a chapter where they explained that she was doing something fucking stupid with the money or yeah, something yeah, like, like that. I just cannot for the life remember, of me remember. But I, I think that, that is the case. She's wasting it or has no idea how to manage it. And that's why she's mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> but also, also like, um, also, also, at least in uh, the beginning of the series, like established that this is actually only a few months in since, since like everything went down with the magical girl, the magical girl destroyed hell and like <laughs> brought everyone into, like brought her into the situation. So in a sense, she probably was just, yeah, like that makes sense. Like she didn't get a job until super recently. So she literally had no money. So it makes sense that, like, for the past couple of months, she had nothing to pay for the rent. Let's, you know, let's assume, like, I, I don't know, like, thinking about, like, U.S. dollars, you know, I know they're paying yen, but, like, thinking about U.S. dollars, like, a thousand or a little more than that, like, at, like, a, like a, an ex- above standard living city, that, make, you know, she probably would de- definitely not have a thousand dollars, like, do- U.S. dollars, again, thinking about U.S. dollars, like, on her case, if this only happened, like, if everything happened, like, only a few months ago and she only got the job, maybe a couple months in right um so the first time we see her be forced to pay rent it's like that might have been like (laughs) everything she had saved up to that point to be honest that's just my logic but again try not to think too hard about a series like this um yeah but they're definitely i think they're definitely i do i I do agree i think there was something where she was actually just wasting money because again she's stupid and doesn't want to ask for help to understand why i feel like how this works um and she probably didn't have to be in as in a hard, like a horrible situation as she is in to begin with, but um, yeah. Any thoughts, John? Or, no, I pr- yeah, I pretty just, much agree. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, this definitely does feel like it, it could probably run its course pretty quick if they don't mix it up. Which you know, I haven't read the manga, um, but yeah, so far I would like to see like yeah, new characters, new things to kind mm-hmm. of mix it up a little bit. Because yeah, this if if they just focus on the the minion for like another like two or three episodes, I'm gonna get bored. Mm-hmm. 
Again, if you do ever get bored, I highly recommend Machikado Mizoku. I'm telling yeah. you, it's very yeah. good. If you like seeing someone suffer, that is the <laughs> show for you, which I think you do. So, all right, uh, John, uh, do you want to talk about Dragon Mage? That's like asking if I want to like put duct tape on my arm and rip it off, like. <laughs> Do I want to do, do you that? Want to? Do you? I mean, <laughs> do you want to? I mean, I guess I gotta now that you brought it up. Yeah. You know. Are you caught up like me? Yeah, I am. Man, um, that really sucks, doesn't it? We really are. Yeah. So, I mean, the episode before—that's the one where they went to like the theme park, right? That was last time we had the podcast. Okay. I think that was the most recent one. All right, one. then was there was there another one in between that? What was that? There was a Kana episode. Oh yeah, that was fine. I mean, like it was, it was like maybe a little bit, but like that was that was fine. It was cute, you know. I like when it's just like, oh, here you go. They're just kids being kids. It's fine. Like that. That's that's. And then it was out of the frying pan into the fire immediately. Truly, I mean, I wouldn't even call it that. It was like falling out of a tree into the fire like that's what that was um there is no frying pan to uh, to ask for to, to cushion our fall um it was just like hey y'all you remember the fucking all the lukawa stuff that we've been having to deal with for ages why don't you just get a big old spoonful of it you gotta just you gotta take it like you like you're taking really gross medicine you're just like ah ugh, <laughs> horrible it was bad um i think your tweet really put it in perspective like i never really thought about it like this but you said like why doesn't why is the kid still like getting so upset over seeing luca's tits like it's been like a year or so like yeah at some point you just be I just, like at some point you're just like just fucking quit it you know like like at some point you're just like yeah. i'm trying to fucking sleep all right can you stop like they're, they're, like I don't care who you are like at some point you're just like all right yeah I get it you're naked whatever like you're either not going to react or you're just going to be like legitimately pissed like those are the options at this point like him yeah him getting I, flustered it's just it's unbelievable like how, like how are you still flustered I, over that yeah i if like man i don't I, I don't even know what analogy to use to not sound insane here. But yeah, it's just like an insane situation where it's just like... That's the nature of, like, all these things, right? Like, I have the same problem with a lot of romance anime, like Anisekoi or something mm. like that, where it's like, oh my gosh, I've... Especially when you get into things like... A character has, let's say in this archetype, exists. They have seen the other character's boobs or whatever like eight times in the series or something like that and they'll be like oh my god holding their hand oh geez louise and it's just like you saw their boobs dude like i uh but also i think i, I think a more interesting thing to note with dragon meat here is it's just like this is not what a kid acts like no. also like kids don't know what horny is stop stop trying to inflict this upon them no it's a nightmare i hate saying these sentences i hate no this. yeah it's it's absolutely uh, like it's it's a fucking sicko trying to legitimize his thoughts like that's basically what this is it, but it's like all it is is it's just making us be like nobody's like this and also this kid would just be like luca shut up go away 
Like, I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to work. You know, whatever. Fucking quit it. Leave me be. Bye. It it just especially sucks because, like, I think, like, the Luko stuff has just stood out, obviously, in the first season as, like, the big, like, why is this here? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? Why? Um, along with a couple of the Kana stuff. I feel like the Kana stuff, they've cleaned up weirdly in comparison to how it was. Yeah. Like, it feels a lot more, like, normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, like uh, this season, with just how good I think when it's just Kobayashi and Toru, or when it's just, like, Fafnir and uh, Takia. Yeah, there was, like, good, it's there was like, good stuff about, like, Fafnir and the other guy, like, that in that episode, yeah. you know? They had, like, a good exchange. Uh, it's just... Uh, when that happens, it makes it all the more stark how bad the Lulika and Lukua. Is it Lulika? It's a. Is that her it's name? Ilulu. 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 Or Iruru, whichever they want to go with. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, those two. It's just so bad. It's awful. And I think like one of the worst things is how like whenever they show like. When Fafnir's talking to Takia about, like, you know, how they're all making families or whatever and lives here, and then it just cuts and it shows fucking Alulu in the Kobayashi house, I'm like, oh, they really just dropped her in there. Like, it's fine. It sucks. Ugh. It sucks. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit, like, I don't hate the... I don't hate some of the Alulu stuff. I don't hate her going out and getting a job. You know, I don't. I didn't hate the. I hate the boy. Yeah, like, <laughs> I like I, no, yeah. yeah. It's it's this whole thing where it's like, if this was done by a normal person, it would be so nice because it would just be like, yeah, here's this dragon character going to get like learn how to be more normal. You know, I liked the whole bit with Kobayashi and her like kind of bonding over not really feeling like they belong somewhere and then finding somewhere where they do belong. I still really liked that. And I know that some, that some folks didn't really gel with it, but that's, you know, that's, that's fine. I, I liked that. Um, but it's just the fact that it's just undercut with, Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm, I've got gigantic titties and I need to have them in every scene and everyone's flipping out about them. Like, I'm just like, you're undercutting your good storyline here. Like, there's a good character. Like, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, this is such a stupid fucking sentence, but, like, there's a really good character underneath those tits. Like, that's seriously how it is. Like, <laughs> uh, what a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like, and, and I feel kind of the same way to, like, a very lesser extent with Lukoa, where, like, I just remember when they first introduced Lukoa, and, like, her thing was just kind of, like, helping Toru kind of, like, chill out when they had first gotten there, because, like, Toru was so, like, high-strung and trying to be, like, still kind of, like, live with a dragon's mindset, and Lukoa was just kind of like, nah, you know, just come chill out with the humans, it's fine. Like, she was good then but as soon as they introduced the boy it was just like okay well now i have to be a pedophile bye like (laughs) that's just Mm -hmm. like it like like these things just ruin good characters like i wouldn't say that luca was like really good but you know she was like a fine side character and now it's she's not every time she shows up on screen it's bad instead of just being like all right no she's okay like it's it's undercutting quality 
what this series more than anything represents to me is the absolute dearth of good editors in manga right now in japan um see it's just a consistent issue that i've noticed and like shonen jump and stuff like that but especially here because it's like it feels like no one is telling this guy like see you're fucking it up i i would i i see where you're coming from but like i feel like this particular case is less that and more just because i feel like you wouldn't like okay sure yeah you could probably edit this stuff out but like it would get somewhere if not here, where? Because this guy is just a fucking sicko, and it would just, it would, it, like, if, if not in Dragon Maid, he would just put it somewhere else, you know? Like, it's just the fact, like, this author is just, is I just know, a but... bad person, so. But that's why you need people to yell at the bad people, is the thing. It just, it just, this feels like a case of this dude has never been told no, ever, and he just thinks this is normal. I guess. Just sucks. I just think more people need to be told, like, no. They need someone who's, like, you know, on the level with them to, like, actually work through their thoughts and not make them a sicko anymore. I don't know. Just, they need to go to therapy. Ah. That's what they need to do. There's just so much good shit in is the problem. That's just what's upsetting. I, I'm really depressed with Kiyoani for not... I know that they, they're, they're probably limited in their capabilities mm -hmm. but i really had hoped that they would have fixed it more than sure. this it feels like it's gotten worse yeah. like straight up it it, it has gone worse mean, like if, th this may this may be a bit crass to say but like i mean the like didn't like the original director or something uh, like I, i'm i'm like 90 percent sure that like the person who was supposed to direct this season did pass in the fire and like they're like posthumously recognized as a series director i think so maybe you know the the people that would make that kind of call maybe they're just not alive anymore uh-huh uh, uh i uh, that's enough for drag sure we'll talk about it probably every time yeah we do this podcast yeah. while it's airing but oh my god and then at the end it's just end so depressing it's gonna be like so anyway, that was that was pretty all right, huh? <laughs> Is that how we're gonna yeah, be? It's <laughs> like, uh, we'll just be like, wow, that was a really nice last episode, yeah, probably or whatever. Go, uh, at the end, Kobayashi, we love them because we do. We love them. We do. <laughs> uh, it. It really is testing, though. I think this is this show more than any show I have ever watched is really testing how much shit will you put up yeah. with, too. <laughs> Like, oh my god. Like, even Monogatari's not this bad. It really isn't. Mm -hmm. It's not this bad. No. Uh, um, LV, um, what would you like to talk about? You could talk about... Um, yeah, there's several things I can talk about. Whatever you want. About. Do you um, want to talk about... I did see... Yeah, go right ahead. I did see a movie myself. Um, uh... Oh yes, the, myself, yes. Words bubble up like soda pop, um, which is produced produced by Signal MD. So they've done things like um, they've done things like the like one of the Fate movie like was I don't know if this is a relevant Fate movie, but one of the Fate movies. Um, otherwise, they haven't done really much else. I mean, I mean, they 
like a lot if you look at a lot of their work it's it's like a lot of it's 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 work that looks very colorful which is very distinctive in this movie um oh okay yeah they did napping princess that was one of their big ones and that was like a big deal when it came out uh, they did mapping princess they did they did recovery of an mmo junkie so yeah again so like if you look at a lot of work very colorful very saturated colors and it shows up here um and this is essentially a rom-com I know that's weird to say that to an anime because we often associate that with a very specific type of American film. <laughs> there's like a very, very, there's a very specific like, oh, like stereotype of like what a rom-com is. But this is, t- yeah, this is a mm-hmm. romantic comedy um, about two teenagers and shenanigans and they fall in love. That's essentially what this movie is uh, <laughs> to sum it up in the most simplistic way. Um, and, what what the whole situation is that is that the main character one of the main there's so, so we got two main characters essentially we got the boy we got the girl the girl she is very insecure about her teeth she has buck teeth essentially she has buck teeth and she got braces recently and then so she's just going around covering her mouth all the time with a face mask um and um the other thing is, is that she's a bit of an influencer. Well, no, she's not a bit of. She is an influencer. She's like, and she and her trio group of friends, they are like known as like they're they're basically kind of like net idols. So they do have like a big following. So you know they're always going out of their way to record themselves doing stuff, like you know posting it online. Um, meanwhile, the guy, meanwhile the boy main character, he is um, the other main character. He is he's a little more recluse. He. He often writes poems to himself. He's very obsessed with that. And then, like, you know, the sort of his the friends he hangs out with in his own trio, they're kind of like, like, I don't know what sort of, they're, they're kind of like losers. Yeah, essentially, that's what the situation is. They, they are kind of like losers. Like one of them, he's like an otaku. He's very obsessive with idols. So that's where kind of the convergence happens where, like, you know, they meet the girls and, like, he's like, oh, my gosh, they're like these, you know, big, big deal influencers. Um, and then the other kid, um. The other kid in that friend group is, like, you know, a troublemaker, like, you know, um, and he just causes a lot of problems. Like, he, he's trying to constantly steal stuff. Well, you know, he's not aiming to, like, legitimately cause crimes, but that's what he's doing. He's, like, just, like, messing around, vandalizing things. He's just taking things and putting them in places where they don't belong. Um, you know, I'm referring to them, to them vaguely because the names in this movie are insane. They don't really have real names. Like, no one really refers to each other by a name. For instance, the guy's name is Cherry. Um, or Yui from, you know, they, they, you know, there's like a real name, but then, but then the, but then you have characters that are named, I'm looking at this cast list, Beaver, I'm not kidding, Beaver, uh, the subtitle said oh. Beaver, but it says here Beaver, so I don't know what's going on there, uh, <laughs> Japan, Tough Boy, <laughs> they're all just nicknames for like what can the character right. or archetype are, so it's, it, that's pretty funny, but. But yeah, you go in. It's a it's a very bombastic, visually striking movie. It's very bright. It's it's you know you look at a still. It looks like a comic book. It looks like um, it looks like a toy. If not, I I think there's an intentional like direction where it's supposed to look like a, a toy. Like you're looking into a diorama, like a children's toy specifically. Um, and yeah, that's like kind of the gist of the whole movie. Like um, they the the guy and gal like they they bump into each other at a mall, and they accidentally like. Um, get each other's cell phones, you know? And, and like, the whole thing is, like, where... The whole movie is essentially them, like, learning to understand each other's interests and hobbies. And, again, it, it just follows a very typical structure in the sort of, like, movie you would find. Like, yeah, like, there's misunderstandings. Like, oh, you know, and then, like, 
you know, and then eventually they come to realize, oh, okay, we like each other, what have you. That's how it ends. Um, you know, there's nothing really to spoil there beyond like what I just said, where you know, you know, they, they, you know, the summer festival happens, stuff, ha- you know, very, very cliched. And if it weren't, you know, and honestly, if it weren't for the fact of like how interesting the visuals are, it probably wouldn't stand out much to me. But it, I, I think really, it's visuals and really cool animation style makes it stick it stick out the most otherwise yeah it's a very cliched you know romance story and very specifically if you're a a person who can't deal with like teenagers being cringe (laughs) as one would say Uh you can't watch this movie this is what that movie is i think it does a good job at conveying like teenagers being cringe aka teenagers being teenagers like they're gonna do weird cheesy things where like um the whole like the whole escalation of events that happened is like for some reason they don't recognize they had each other's phones for like a very long time, which is just funny because it's followed up with a line where like the you know we're in we're in the point of view of the girl right now and then like you know her friends are around her she's like realizes oh my god I don't have my phone, and there's a whole joke where like you know how can you know how can you not have your phone we would die with our phone you know but it's just like funny that they mentioned that but she did not notice. She did not have her phone that whole time. She was she had someone else's phone. I don't know, but like yeah, like yeah, sure. just but there's constant stuff like that where like you know they get very embarrassed at like again the whole thing where she's embarrassed by her appearance when she's not you know it's fine like you know she she's just embarrassed that she has these braces on like trying to fix her buck teeth, um, and you know just moments where they're trying to interact with the guys and like it's very awkward like there's a lot of cheesy stuff going on because again the whole boys thing is that he's he he's constantly writing poetry he speaks in poetry it's like what is going on um specifically haiku so and that's another interesting thing where i i have not i have seen the original japanese language version of this movie with subtitles so i don't know what's going on with the dub where i'm sure that's a, a chaotic mess as to what they have to figure out there would in terms of translating the haikus, which are pretty significant to like, you know, the, the, the end jokes and this, you know, wordplay that happens in the movie as well. Um, what I really like about, yeah. So, so essentially, yeah. What I really like about it is that it's, it's through and through a teenager movie, which, um, um, I feel like that is a, I feel like that's a, a lacking thing we see in regards to, um, media in general or well, at least these days where like we don't really see stuff that is i feel like specifically targets teenagers you know when you know we we were, we were talking about showing it like you know what are what are the teens up to watching you know and like i still feel like even as you know i i think only recently has like yeah we have alluded to this other times where Shonen has matured in a lot of ways where, you know, they're willing to be a little more violent. Mm-hmm. They're willing to be a little more dark but we you know even before that technically even something like naruto was maybe for like little kids as weird as that sounds you know like <laughs> like there's something there for an adult to watch i get what yeah, you there's mean something though, for yeah. an adult to watch, but they are not like technically targeting the teenager the weird awkward adolescent period of preteen to the preteen to before 18 you know like there isn't that there is there, there that is a very specific yeah. period in someone's life um, and I think that movie hits it well. What's even more, you know, and I think where it especially hits it well is like the acknowledgement of mall culture where, you know, we don't really see that in America these days recently. You know, it's, it's definitely something that people talk about that, you know, has this been dead or like, is it still dying for the past 20 years? You know, I don't know. And it's very dependent on, I think, in the what sort of city you're from, you know, where. You have things like luxury malls, which are constantly filled, honestly, with adults and tourists. But meanwhile, yeah, the the mall, mall culture when it comes to where teenagers hang out is like a different story depending where you're from 
in the United States, whereas, you know, some malls are now just an abandoned wasteland, like, on their dying days, like, for some reason, and, like, uh-huh. have two stores open, and that's what's keeping them afloat, to the point where some of their... Sp- but then, like, the ones around yeah. me are, like, yeah, they're po- Yeah, and, you know, least, other places like, are popping. Like, even when yeah. I went to recently. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, like, like, the local mall, I can think of, like, um, from where I'm from, like, it, 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 um... It took great advantage of the fact that it was in an ideal location. Like, it's, like, where a lot of people... There's where there's a lot of offices around there. There's a lot of workplaces around there. And it was near my high school. Like, I... <laughs> we just went there, like, after, like, school. Like, a lot. It was, it was very close to my high school. So, like, stuff like that. But, yeah, but malls are very much a consistently still go-to place for a lot of, like, events and, like actual legitimate things going on in terms of like marketing campaigns and celebrities popping in to promote something like their music or film in countries like Asia where yeah there's like things like singing contests all the time going on like that's you know like if you looking back in like the 90s like 80s like that's where a lot of pop singers like toured around in America because they wanted to get the teenagers you know like you know Britney Spears used to tour malls before she became big er <laughs> she was already big but she be- before she became big er like oh I don't need to tour malls anymore yeah um but that's very much what's still happening in, in, in Japan. Like idol, like new idol groups are promoting and having little concerts in malls to promote themselves. Um, and much of this movie, much of like a big part of this movie takes place in a mall and like the crazy cacophony of like what a mall can be. Like, you know, like these teenagers running around and there's chaos and people are getting lost. And like, it's so interesting to me that we see that mall like culture come in here. And um, it, I don't know, it just makes it really fun that that was kind of like a big a big setting for much of the movie um, to work to kick off like a lot of the things that happen and like these characters meeting each other. Um, and it's like, yeah, of course, because that's where teenagers hang out, at least in the context of Japan, you know? And yeah, it just feels like a very yeah. teenager movie. Like this is very much for a teenager to feel secondhand embarrassment and realize, Oh my gosh, yeah, that is what my situation is. Like that is what is going on. I don't know. So yeah, just long story short, it is a cute movie, but it's not like something that is mind blowing. It's certainly like, Hmm, this is, it's a solid, it's just a solid movie. It's a decent movie, but I, I, I quite liked where it felt like this was a movie for teenagers, I think. And I think it conveyed like teenager awkwardness. Well, and kind of the weird like scene around like what a teenager does, at least in Japan. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's at least, you know, its strong point is it is a visual treat. Otherwise, I don't think it would have stood out much, you know. Um, and yeah, it's it's one of the few movies that actually does have like a streaming simultaneous release. And yeah, so the dub did come out the same time when it dropped on Netflix. Netflix is its main platform where it's on right now. Um, so, But it also was released in theaters, so there's that. But yeah, unfortunately, not a lot of Japanese anime films have been coming out and like like a film like this like on streaming platforms to access unfortunately they are being de- they are depending on theater release which is not great right now but it is i, yeah. I can't control um, that i wish i could yeah. but uh yeah this film at least got a streaming simultaneous release so you can check it out if you want to see it yeah all right might just check it out on a home platform <laughs> not uh, outside i would, yeah who knows who knows yeah, what's going on out there uh, oh uh, no yeah i've been concerned about um so i was initially excited like oh like you know uh their g kids got the right to all those films they delayed them when the pandemic happened but they're all coming out now and i was just like yeah i'll fuck around i'll go see kiki's delivery service in a theater fuck it i'll go do it now i'm like oh 
Are we really shooting that shot right mm-hmm. now? <laughs> it's also very. It also varies too. Again, unfortunately, where you are, like at least where I'm at. I, yeah, where definitely. I'm at, like they're very much like, no. Now we need to show. You need to show that you have been vaccinated. You need to show vaccination proof at least. So I'm a yeah. little more comfortable if places are doing that. Um. Yeah, I'm in a place with high vaccination yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, but it's still yeah, like it's still like ooh, it's still yeah, mm, and it's still concerning yeah. that um, movie numbers in Japan are depending on those physical theater numbers. It's yep. like, come on, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot I could deeper, say about yeah, that. Yeah, which goes deeper uh, into the problem of like how anime profits anyway. Um, you yeah, know, that's a bigger that's a bigger thing that connects. The thing about the thing that gets me about anime profit stuff is specifically this idea that so much of it is like it's not how do i put this it's like when you find out like the reality like oh most of anime stuff these days the the uh, most of the money comes from merch and um from not even from the blu-rays but from like distribution rights and stuff like that but the fact that executives in Japan refuse to acknowledge that and just consistently say, like, no, it's the Blu-rays. And we're going to measure everything off of how the Blu-rays sell, how the DVDs sell, and, like, CDs, too, for, like, their audio drama stuff. And it's just so, like, man, like, what are you doing? Like, especially right now, especially right now in Japan, it's just so, like, uh yeah. It is distressing. But, uh, not much we can do about it, I think. I think of all the issues we face in this world, that is maybe changing the mind of Japanese business executives is the least we could do ever. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I want to see that, um, what's it called? The, the, the VTuber movie. Oh no, that sounds really scary. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, it's not the. It's not actually Bell. VTuber. Bell, yeah. Bell. Oh, no. yeah, I want to see that. I, I, I thought to you see were that, But I think literal... that's only in theaters. No, no, yeah, yeah. No, Maca- yeah. no, 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 oh, no, no. I thought no, you were no, talking no, about a no, literal no. VTuber movie. Yeah, here's the Hololive oh, movie. No. They're out there. Look no, yeah, the, the, It's like the annoying orange the, movie. The Mamoru Hosoda, like, Beauty and the Beast. VTuber. Beauty and the yes. Beast VTuber. Yes. If, if, if Bell yes. was a VTuber. Yeah. It, did you say it's out somewhere? No, it's no. out in Japan. I think it's I only in. It, it, it no, I think it only had I think, I think they sh- they showed it like I thought they were doing. They showed it here. like cans or something. I don't think it's it, it's it'll be out eventually, but it hasn't premiered like outside of Japan Publicly. yet. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think if it showed overseas at this point, it only was at a film festival. Which yeah, I yeah, think it, it was, was at cans. It yeah. was. Yeah, it was at, it was at a big. Film. It's this winter. Yeah, it was at a big film festival, and they gave him like a fourteen minute long standing ovation. Like it's 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 probably really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it seems like G Kids is doing that one too, and mm-hmm. it's in like December or something. Which who knows what the world will look like in December? Not yeah. me. G G Kids has normally been good about like a lot of the anime film releases have been delayed and very much up front like by the delay date for sure they're like you know what at the same time we just already have like a, a, a physical copies of this and it's on a streaming platform because it took that long so it kind yeah. of sorts itself mm-hmm. out because of how long the gap is of like them waiting for the clearance of things so that's what i noticed for some of like for some anime films that were supposed to release last year that they have that released only this year the summer it they pretty much like when they released the movie it's like 
oh, and here, well, if it had a limited theater release in the U.S., for instance, like, oh, at the same time, it, there's also, you can buy now a, a, a DVD, Blu-ray or something, and it's also on a streaming platform, too. You can do that, too. You have options. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess I'll just talk about a couple little things that I've been watching, sure. or a couple, slash, I mean, I guess reading is sort of like watching. Um, so I watched just a couple episodes of Boogie Pop Phantom, the 2000 version of Boogie Pop adaptation. Uh, very interesting, very good, very um, laney in a way that I think the modern... It's it's really interesting, I think, because I've, I've read some of the light novels for this now. It's really interesting to see how I think the new boogie pop series really actually like modernize it's like that picture of so boogie pop phantom is like laney mm-hmm. right like it's all like that that style hand-drawn animation that specific idea that specific aesthetic a lot of like musical choices and stuff like that match it this like this almost pseudo horror aspect and then the modern one is that picture of bloodborne in that apartment <laughs> where it's like hyper modern do you know what i'm talking about like everything's like all like shaved down and clean <laughs> and like people say like that's twin peaks or whatever the difference between the two twin peaks it's exactly like that it is exactly like that like the new the modern boogie pop is a lot more like electronic based and like vague in a way that i feel like they weren't it's not that they weren't confident enough for it back then, but they just had different ideas of what it meant to be vague back then, I think. Um, it's really interesting to compare and contrast the two. I really like both of them for different reasons. Um, and I really like Boogie Pop. I highly recommend Boogie Pop. It's kind of convoluted, but it's enjoyable. It's really fun. It's really interesting if you like uh, shows about vagities, as it were. Um and also, uh, recently, some of the uh, Magus Bride uh, side chapters, like little, like, basically OVAs for the manga, um, have been translated. And they're all so good. Um, I've been caught up on the Magus Bride manga for a while now, and the second arc of Magus Bride is pretty different from the first one, and a lot of the characters don't that were in the first part don't do as much in the second. So these side chapters like work to basically just like, you know, cover a little bit about a character who might not be doing that much right now. Um, and they're all really cute. Um, like one of them was Elias learning how to cook. So it's just like (laughs) big skeleton man just being like, I don't know if I could cook (laughs) like, and then like their, their housekeeper being like, he's really bad really bad and she says just like no you know what we'll teach him how to cook and they don't even make any jokes it's just she teaches him how to cook and he's like oh this is way easier than i thought it was and then like then she's like i'm going to help the housekeeper's like i'm going to help teach you how to cook and we're going to make something really good to surprise chise or whatever it's like oh this is really nice (laughs) um and then there was one that was entirely through ruth the dog's uh eyes and that was really cute it was just like him walking around like it's it's all it's all written in this very like prose like sense of like like this his senses how he's taking in the world and stuff like that and like the more dog side of things like like what do all of the characters smell like like what does that mean to him like it's just really sweet all of them are really sweet there was a silky one there was um there was one that was, there was one that was just like uh 
one of the characters just like as a child and they're like gay grandpa. Uh-huh. And it was just all about the grandpa being gay and that was it. It was just like like and then the, it ended with the really funny part where one of the characters just goes, "I think gay rights are cool." And I was <laughs> like, "Jesus Christ." Um but yeah, uh it was it was really nice to keep being kept having that the translators, I guess, have caught up on this stuff now since um, Kori Yamazaki has been taking a bit of a small hiatus from Magus Bride. I think it's going to come back next month, but it's because she's making a new series, which I'm very interested in mm. seeing. Uh, it's called Ghosts and Witch. I don't know anything about it, but I really like Magus Bride, so I'd be interested to see what that will be. Um yeah, still my still a series I really like, and I'm I've been glad. I think especially because like I, the things I've complained about with the the set, the part arc two of Magus Pride is just that it, it's introducing a lot of characters because mm-hmm. it's a school, it's a it's a whole ass school. <laughs> um, but since it's done that, like a lot of the old characters that you really like have just not been around. So yeah, having this is really nice. Like Ruth hasn't done like anything, so having a whole chapter that's just about like you know. Ruth loves everyone. It's really nice. Sweet. Just good vibes. All of them have been good vibes, I think, in a way that, uh... Yeah. It's just... It's good. It's nice. Opposite of Boogie Pop. Boogie Pop is not good vibes. I just want to say that right now if you ever plan to watch Boogie no, Pop. Yeah. It's not good vibes. It is uncomfortable vibes, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, John, do you want to talk about your wretched film? <laughs> It feels like the film episode where everyone went to see films. Yes, yes. So, it's over. It's actually fully over. This is, uh, from what I can tell, the last healing good precure thing that's going to happen. They might show up in some crossovers eventually. I don't know. But this was the movie. This was the movie that they were supposed to have. This is um let me let me look at the 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 full name of this film. Um let me see here. Do they have uh Healing Good Precure Yume no Machi de Kyun to Gogo Daihenshin which I I think is mostly just like something about dreams. I don't remember. Um so it's a film where the girls go to some place. They go to Tokyo, I guess. <laughs> but like a specific place in Tokyo where if you wear this pendant, you can press the button and it'll just summon whatever you want. Like, okay. they're like, oh, well, yeah, we could press this button and it'll summon food for us to eat or new clothes or you know all this shit and everyone's just walking around summoning stuff so then this creature shows up called ego ego and he's like i'm gonna steal everyone's like dream flowers or whatever it was called listen it was i was in a very rowdy uh, discord call while i was watching this so i was (laughs) you know I, i i'm a little spotty on the details um but, uh, yeah, he was, he's like, I'm going to steal your dream flowers, and then I will grow more powerful by doing that. 
And they're like, no, we, we're going to fight you. And then I guess the girls from, like, season three show up? Like, Precure Go, whatever the fuck. Um, and they, they fight, they fight them. And they, they get them away. And then the healing good girls become friends with this other girl who's, like, an idol of some sort. Her name's Kaguya. And, uh, they, you know, they're like, okay, yeah, let's be friends or whatever, where they go hang out. Um, and they're like, yeah, you know, my mom's been really busy. Um, she, my birthday's tomorrow, and I don't even think she knows. She's not going to come to my party. And they're like, all right, you know what? We'll throw you a party. We'll invite your mom. Maybe she will come. And the whole time, it's just like, they're like very heavily foreshadowing um, that the mom is evil because she is. She's evil. Um, <laughs> she's, she, I guess, created Ego Ego. And she's trying to gather all the fucking or bulbs or whatever, the dream bulbs. Um, and it turns out the reason why she's doing that is because Kagi is dying. Because she's she was actually born from like a lotus, like she's basically like actually Princess Kaguya, um, but not really. Like it's not fr- it's not okay. from a bamboo. It is from a lotus. She's like from like a, lo- a the dream the big dream lotus in the sky, and that is also kind of like what's powering <laughs> the technology, which I guess is not actually technology. It's just like tapping into Kaguya's power somehow. Um. But Kagi is dying, and so she's like, I want to gather everyone's dream energy to keep her alive, because I don't want my daughter to die. Um, But then Ego Ego's like, no, I'm gonna be a bastard, and I'm gonna rebel against you. And they gotta fight him, and they kick his ass, and then they, you know, they, they don't get all the fucking power or whatever. But then at the end, they do. Everyone gives their power... And they have enough to keep her alive, and then everyone has a does a dance, um, and the mom's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I was so busy trying to keep you alive that I wasn't able to hang out with you for your birthday. So I'm gonna hang out with your birth for your birthday now." Um, and I mean that's pretty much it. Uh, I will say the con- the the battles were like legit, really well animated, like you know, way better than the mainline show was. Um, this is definitely like the best looking healing good thing. Um, and I will I will say the dog did get sick. Um, <gasps> and I like was not expecting it. I was fully expecting the dog not to get sick because I was like. There's no pathogerms, nobody's fucking, you know, it's just, like, like, I thought it was, like, it was specifically tied to, you know, the pathogerms appearing, they are an illness, they make latte sick. But there was a point where Ego Ego, like, stole, like, everybody's dream bulb or whatever, like, he stole a bunch of them, and then his, like, blight spread across the land, and, like, I swear to fucking God, like, I'm dead serious. As soon as her little heart thing on her head went from blue to yellow, I, like, started hyperventilating. Like, I was, like, I was, like, freaking the fuck out. I was, like, no fucking way. The dog got sick. Like, I was, like, so fucking hyped about it. I can't believe you didn't, like, you were live tweeting and you were, like, I don't think the dog's gonna get sick. I was, like, why do you think the dog won't get sick? Because why? I just... 
because they fought the enemy, all right? They fought this enemy, and the dog didn't get sick when the enemy was, like, attacking people. So I was like, okay, then it the, the enemy is not tied to an illness, so the dog won't get sick. But then when he attacked everybody all at once, then the fucking dog got sick. And I was like, holy shit. Because also, the dog doesn't get sick, didn't get sick in that first movie. The first movie that they had that was like really? that was okay. the big crossover with like a bunch of the different groups, the dog didn't get sick and like you know it was the, the, there was all kinds of damage happening. So that's why I was like maybe she won't get sick here, which would be a disappointment. But she did in fact get sick, and I was fucking like, <laughs> you can ask them. I was like freaking the hell out, like full on, like <gasps> like. <laughs> It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um, but it was okay. <laughs> well, okay. Just deranged <laughs> interaction with this media from you, just all around, just this consistently. Out the worst just in people, I think. Like this. No, this I'm is not. just Healing like good. this is the sickest way <laughs> for a human being to interact with something. I think is the way you have interacted with this. I. I am truly glad it is over so you can you can, you heal can start yourself. to heal, you can heal I think, good. something in your you heart can heal, yeah yeah you need to heal your heart from this this evil <laughs> do you, do you think the the, the healing good girls would like fight me and were, would be like you have an illness in your heart for finding the dog getting sick funny they would like beat the shit out of me and like shoot their yeah they, yeah they won't me. do the whole like ma- they will just act, act actually shank you with like one of those wands there. Yeah, they'll just they'll just fucking they'll actually just like it. bat That'll you the in the head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I would deserve it, but you know what? That's that's how it is. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the the Twitter account I would say is officially over. Um, it is yeah. that is the that's it. I mean, Archived. you know, <laughs> yeah. If if there's a crossover that they appear in, I mean, you know, maybe I'll 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 take some fucking screenshots of the dog, but I'm not I'm not gonna worry too much about it. That's not my it's not my job anymore. That's it. It's done. It's all there for you to see. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I was just like I was just thinking about you and your sick dog. <laughs> Uh, I've I've know I've said this every single time we talk about, it, but you are the sick dog. <laughs> you, you are the sick dog. Uh, so you're on the LV, huh? Are yes, you caught I'm up caught or up. where what are you? What is happening? You're caught up. What is All right. <laughs> I don't know. What is going on? We were having a whole here academia-esque arc I, I shouldn't compare it to that but you know what i mean it's like what is it is going it on? is i know you're right I, I get what you mean by that yes it is very yeah. strange yeah um so 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 john if you can believe it they actually had battles <gasps> they actually really? battled against monsters <laughs> wow and like almost almost every character had a time to shine like in a way like oh here's my specialty yeah you know Omri, Omri, of course kicking ass um, mm. I, I, what I do? Oh yeah, big time. Amory's ability <laughs> is the most busted thing so... I have seen in a while, in terms of like someone coming up. So basically, her ability is that if she thinks she's strong, <laughs> right. she is. Sure. 
so she's just like (laughs) and like i think like the characters just keep saying shit like okay i guess she's immune to poison too whatever sure like (laughs) just like as reactions to her just being really strong she gets white hair or like pinkish i don't she she goes super saiyan god unclear essentially um yeah yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. It was, it's 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 so it's interesting so far because it's it's actually taking its time to I guess focus on some of the characters that were not really significant in the past season. So you know the uh, the rest of the people in the class, for instance, and I and I liked how um, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Uh, the idol, the idol, well, the idol girl. I forgot her name already. The idol girl, but she has the shy friend. I, 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 I yeah, thought, uh, yeah, Chrome, yeah, Chrome move. The, the whole Chrome. thing where she like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a concert to distract everyone so they won't stress out. Is it was was actually nice, but also really funny how that panned out. Where <laughs> it was like this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Said, um, <laughs> um, what was it? Which. What was I don't know? It was, it was just something like you know I'm so cute like you know you shouldn't be like you know like I don't know they, like she like people were so enamored by how like cute she is quote unquote like that they, they that suddenly all her fears went away in a, in a weird sense that was kind of her special. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And then she just sang a song yeah, that's like, like I'm so cute, I'm the cutest ever, <laughs> and everyone's like, that's so true. <laughs> it's just like yeah, there are there's, buildings there's, like, falling like, down. Like, yeah, they're in like a stadium or something. Like they're they are in like. <laughs> <laughs> they're in refuge right now and there's a fucking earthquake i just wanted one person to be like i hate idol music dude i just fucking hate idols i just like i don't like what's going on here but no um yeah th- i think i only have like one real problem with uh this stuff and it- it's something that i think i think like like it's because the language they're trying to utilize i, I don't think it's particularly bad or anything but this is what always comes into play oh, yeah, when you yeah. create fantasy races and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the demons and stuff like that. When they say something like, oh, no, no, no demon would ever go out of their way to help this person or whatever. When it's framed like this yeah. from a very like humanistic where everyone is like, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just has bad vibes. Right. It just feels weird. Like, especially when some characters aren't demons, and it's like, well, Irem was better then because he's not a demon, so he's better a better demon than the demons or whatever. And it's just like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I think they again. I don't think that's that bad of a problem, but it's something that I always think yeah. about. It was a thing with BNA, right? Where I was just kept thinking like, oh God, please don't do the races and weird weird racism bit. It's obviously not what yeah. you're intending, but that is what it sounds like. Um, but I think, like, yeah, yeah, Irma is still good. Um, I really enjoy it every week. Um, I'm scared oh. to see the horny man again oh. from the first season yeah. when he comes back because he's... Was he already in it? I, I'm one episode behind, no, so I don't I, know. I'm, I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. Did, he's okay. in the prison. He's, a, he's, in, the he's prison in the prison underneath the so amusement far. park, I know, yeah. Oh, one thing. They did introduce an absolute mm-hmm. bait character for me, which oh, is yeah. <laughs> uh, this white hair woman who is really stupid and is only yeah, wearing yeah. like a workout bra. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was I when that came up, I was like, fuck <laughs> yeah, off. I, I, I guess um, my other, yeah, I guess my other flaw for me is she was the a funny kind character. of like antagonist of this arc. It's like, what is going on here? They just kind of 
you know, right? The, yeah, yeah, they're being weird. The pacing's with them, weird. Where, like with them. They're, they're, they didn't develop them it's, at all. Yeah. There's no. You know, again, the whole issue too, where I don't think they're, I don't think the creators thinking too hard about us, where it's like, okay, they're the prisoners of like the people who made this, you know, slave labor. That's the, that's kind of the joke. Like, oh yeah, like wow, this park, slave labor yeah. in Disney. I felt like that's you the, know, yeah, the park is like called Walter Park, which is just, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which got me for a while. I did not realize what that was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, um, you know, I don't think their hair was thinking too hard about it. Like, I don't, I, I think it very much was just like, okay, these people are upset about like. The shit they've been going through, but I think they're sincerely like bad people. It's not like the creators saying like, "Oh yeah, people who like uh, uprise and try to." Change. No, they they are not saying that. I don't think they are. They're, they're. I think legitimately, it was just the bit where like, okay, they just yeah. happen to be bad. They actually are bad people. Like who, um, who 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 you know are just overcompensating, doing something they didn't need to do. To like you know get better working conditions, I don't know. Um, they they didn't develop them at all. Like you know they kind of just drew them all as like a monolith with the yeah the, with the previous season's antagonist and right the all these other new characters like the white haired girl. Um, you know they're just like oh yeah we're mad and we're we're gonna just destroy shit and every you know they, and other than that they didn't really elaborate at all. Even though they seemed like there are like unique characters going on, I don't know if like they're ever gonna focus on them at all. I don't know if there's it's a whole thing too where maybe they're just rushing through it. But yeah, they're they're very underdeveloped. I I, I need to know the lore. Oh yeah, there the is tiny a tiny man. man. He's very small. Why is he small? Yeah. That's so disturbing. <laughs> what did he do at the park? <laughs> And like, he's what? What? Oh. wasn't he at the park oh, he yeah, was he was right. dressing right. people right that was his whole thing is he, he can yeah. he can get people's measurements like yeah, yeah. absolutely precise or whatever i don't know it was insane and i didn't like seeing the small man especially when he started yeah. like he was like flipping people and like torturing them and being like you're pathetic i was like this man is an inch <laughs> tall this is disturbing i don't like this at all um yeah, yeah. I was wondering if they were... I, 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 I do agree with you that I think they, they weren't thinking about it at all or anything. I do think it is a bit of a weird thing to be like, oh, yeah, all the people yeah. in the prison are actually evil. <laughs> when they, when you're, like, setting up this slave labor narrative, it is still a weird thing to be like... Like, I thought that that was actually, like... It was a little, like, ham-fisted, but it was, like, very, like, yes, that is a good representation of, like, how, like, a problems with our society. Like, this idea that, like these monoliths to an idealistic good are built off of yes. like the worst things to an extent a lot of the times but it's just like it, it is weird to see like that sort of sur that sort of surface level analysis happening where you're like oh they get it they get it okay i get what you're going for but then they go like yeah and they're, they're actually all like you know like there. it's like okay i, I like right. i guess it's a shonen like, for oh, kids actually but, bad and maybe they deserve uh, to be in this you know it's like i don't think they're saying that but i, I think it would just was not thought out that way you know unfortunately so it just unfortunately feels yeah. that way with us you know, exactly. with our with our complex brains, knowing things and just like, oh, okay, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, yeah, but again, also, who knows? Like, I don't know if some things will turn around over, like maybe subverting. I, I don't know, maybe not, and that's like, I also okay because I don't think the intention there was malicious like that, right? Um, it was just an oversight for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, um. I just remembered. Uh, the other thing I liked is that they finally used yes. uh, Irma's evasion again. 
Yeah. He hasn't used his evasion yeah. in a very long time. Um, that was actually one of my problems at the beginning of the season is when Irma was working with the student council, he was getting hit by stuff all the time. And I was I, like, that is not, yeah, exactly. that is, that is, yeah, that is a canonical. <laughs> this is a false Irma. Um, but yeah, I think, I just think it's a good bit to have him just dodge everything. I uh-huh. thought that was a great bit. The first episode when he just dodges Asmodeus, I think, yeah, I'm so glad you're caught up yes. now. So you've seen all the, the insane yeah. episodes, like the fucking teacher uh that when yeah. they make um caligo yes. go home to yes. all the homes or whatever <laughs> so good uh, fucking uh nightmare caligo also in this episode these episodes was very good i Absolute, really like yes. how like they like really fuck up beating that one guy and yes. he just puts his chair on the guy <laughs> And very much uh, the whole thing. Oh God, yeah, and like it's very in character, like man. like very good with like the whole thing about like, oh shit, like you know, like the class, you know, his, the students asking like, what the hell do we do? What the fuck, you know? And he's like, well, you guys can do, you know, like just make them do it. And it's like, and then and then like and then still, yeah, you break, can do it. Like, yeah, you, you know, even though they like did, you know, did what the best they could to like defeat the monsters. And he's like, you guys, you get, you guys did it horrible. You know, still, still keeping that up. Very good. Um, I like the little, um, you know, the little, the little chibi shorts at the end of each episode too. Very good. The ones, yeah. You know, fi- oh, find, yeah. find him among the, the find him I among like the how... batter of chicks. Like, what is going on? It's like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I really like, um. How they relegate the uh, disaster yeah. bisexual girl oh, who's yeah, like yeah. freaking out over yeah. Amri and Irima all the time. How they've like put her yeah. in the in those bits a lot of the time. Because that's all she like, can do now, really, out. I think. I think that's a good bit. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, what else is she gonna do? Yeah. Irma's Irma's still good. Still good. Uh, I wish, you know what I was, I, I actually do wish, I wish there was more Dark Irima, because I really liked that arc. I really liked Dark Irima as a character. It was so short. I was expecting it to be most of the season. But, I mean, it was still good. I, I yeah, I would just like to see that become a reoccurring mm-hmm. thing where he's just, he's like that sometimes, you know? I, I would be fine with that, because I really do like that. I imagine part of the story is trying to build up a synthesis between those two yeah. ideals, or whatever those two extremes like, I think that's definitely what this current arc is doing, but... Um, alright, and then... Oh, do you want to talk about Sunny Boy to, uh... Well, actually, yeah, talk about Sunny Boy, and then I'll let John talk about Pokemon, and we can wrap it up then. I, I don't gotta talk about Pokemon. You don't gotta talk about Pokemon? Okay. Nah. Alright. Fuck Pokemon. Finally, no more Pokemon. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> uh, hey. No, I'm just kidding. You'll get your Pokemon Minute tomorrow when we do the Direct. Sure. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, all right, Elfie, what's going on with Sunny Boy? I still haven't watched it, but wow, is it still good? Wow, what is going on with Sunny Boy? Still good? good? I, it's good, but I don't know what the hell's <laughs> happening. I guess that's the point. Um, <laughs> through and through, this is a surrealist anime. Just, you know, just to make that, this is a surrealist anime. It's very clear after season, I mean, not season, after the first episode, this is not, like, a sci-fi. This is purely a surrealist anime. Um, and what's the best way to describe it? I mean, how do you describe something surrealist, right? Well, okay, so the first episode, they're in the school. The school's fucking floating. Um, who knows? The, the, the school's just, like, leaving this plane. Um, 
the students in the school realized, you know, some of us have these strange powers, you know, we're gonna make use of it. And, um, the first episode was basically them tackling, like, you know, what what are, what are the implications of this, you know, and also why did a lot of other people disappear? Like, the teachers have disappeared. Them coming to terms with the fact that, you know, some people don't have powers and, like, you know, people growing suspicious about that. You know, again, like, it's it's very much the whole... The whole setup one is aware of, like, you know, in something like Lord of the Flies, where, you know, what happens... <laughs> what happens to, like, a group of kids and they're given all these... These, these powers, whether literal or just, like, figuratively, and are left alone to their own devices when put in, like, a strange, dire situation. And in this case, the school is, like, the school fucking left the, this earth. Um, <laughs> the school has left this earth. And the way the first episode ends, actually, they actually leave the school. So they're actually not in the school anymore. Well, they are, but the school... Look, the whole setup now, after several episodes in, is that the school keeps displacing itself across different worlds, different planes, whenever something significant happens. But it's something that the students cannot control and are unsure about. And as of recent episode, everyone's suspicious of the main character who, in the first episode, said, I don't have any powers, I'm boring. Like, the whole his whole conceit is that, like, he is an unassuming character, he's a loser, no one cares about him. No one noticed him until now where people are paranoid that, like, he may be... He may be the source of why the school got this place and everyone's in this mess right now. His, you know, people are suspicious. Like, does he have, like, any planar shifting powers? Is he someone who's, like, at the back and controlling things? Um, there's also a whole big thing where... Up to this point, the te- the adult characters were absent, and now one of the one of the teachers somehow mysteriously returned. And it's clear she's not in the right mind. She's clearly like trying to manipulate something. It is not clear yet as to what's going on, as to like if she's some sort of outside entity that caused this. But she very much is like in the situation where she's manip- she's trying to manipulate the main character. She's trying to manipulate too also the kids who have quickly turned to her because she is like the only adult in the situation. So it's very interesting how things have turned around too. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's very clear that each episode is focusing on a particular human problem, like a particular philosophical problem. So for instance, like the lead most recent episode basically was about mom mentality and like how, when this teacher character was reintroduced that all of a sudden now a lot of the students who felt self-independent for the past couple episodes where they're like, you know, we'll figure this out. You know, like they were very quickly, able to turn like realizing you know like hey maybe the teacher is right maybe the main character is like causing all this and stuff like that so that so it's it's, it's kind of interesting how each episode is like kind of shaped around this way and each episode's also taking place in a different place um whether literal or just you know in people's you know mental space but it, it's always it's it's always with the backdrop of like some fragment of the school survived where like okay they're still trying to the students are still trying to like function uh like as, you know, using school as a foundational structure to live and like keep things uh-huh. going, you know, which is interesting. Like, you know, someone's teaching the class still. Like, they like the, the, like they keep returning to the set of like you see like these like like they're on an island, for instance, they're on a deserted island, and they're like they still have like a classroom set up where like they have the desk lined up across the sand, and like they're still trying to like teach. So it's very interesting how it's like a the series is kind of like a weird commentary over like. You know, like, are we still gonna, like, rely on, like, these systems humans have made, you know, when things like this happen, or, you know, like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's trying to explore all these sorts of different things, and, like, it's, it's hard, I think what makes it really confusing is that, you know, it's hard to take what, the sort of things that happen, 
in each episode literally, or is it just a figurative thing, you know, just to just to be symbolic and avant-garde of, like, what the thing is talking about? Um, um, one of the most baffling episodes, which is episode three, it's kind of the lowest-rated episode because it was just really baffling and confusing if you don't know what baseball, but it was a baseball episode. It used a lot of baseball metaphors to talk about, like, um... It was, it was, it was kind of focusing on one character who he was like, he's like a jock character and he's like very, it's, it's leading to the conflict where like a lot of people are like becoming jealous of the main character or like, you know, questioning the main character's motives where, um, I don't, it it was strange. It's a strange episode as, you know, me saying that with the whole series is strange where like, there was a whole bit where like, for some reason they acknowledge like, oh, we're on this island now. There are, there's wildlife on this island and, um. You know, they're playing baseball and, you know, one of the girls hits a home run. The baseball, like, you know, goes off and, like, you know, falls into, like, a bunch of trees. It's so far off they don't know where it hit. And then we hear, like, a monkey screech. And it segues into this weird weird acknowledgement that there are monkeys on this island. And one of the characters says, oh, I taught the monkeys how to play baseball. (laughs) It was was an episode. It's an unhitched episode where nothing made absolutely sense in comparison to everything that's else. That's good. Then. No, that's really good. No, I really but, like that a lot. No, and they just played it straight, and it was just baffling. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, man. That sounds great. I don't know. If a guy just said, oh, yeah, like, I taught the monkeys how to play baseball. One of the ending shots of the episode is the guy giving a baseball manual to a monkey. That rules. So that rules so but hard. No, it, Holy but shit! It was a, it was a very confusing episode. Where again, it's like this weird cusp between like are these things literally happening, or like are even the characters in on the bit where everything's a metaphor and that literally did not happen? Like I don't think this kid taught monkeys how to play baseball. <laughs> but no, I, I think I think a big issue for that episode in particular was it was very dependent on you needing to know what baseball is and like the rules of baseball because it was. It was <laughs> I just like you saying that. You're right. I get you. You're saying it's just very funny. I think it's just reliant on you knowing the rules of baseball. And less about, and less about the fact that someone claimed they taught monkeys out of me. I'm losing my mind. Um, I can understand. But no, it's, yeah. it's a, but yeah, it, again, hard, hard to pour series. It's, it's one of those things you just got to fall on because it also is actually just very beautiful. It's very gorgeous. Um, and again, I think when I talked about the first episode, it's very deliberate in the lack of any music they use in the show, besides the ending sequence, which in itself doesn't even have animation. There is no opening theme song. Um, oh, really? The ending okay. sequence is just like, yeah, just, just the song over a, a white white text on black background credits, no sequence. So whenever the very few times music pops up, it's very jarring, like in, in a very strange way. Um but there's such a lack of there's such a lack of like any music to like you know it, 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 I, you know in, in a weird way yeah I think it conveys kind of the loneliness they want you to feel when you watch this too like as I was talking about where it, it feels like it's it, you know it's like an Edward Hopper painting like you know it's like alluding to like a yeah. lot of those paintings you see where um you know a lot of American contemporary paintings where they're, they're specifically um, focused on like loneliness as a concept and I think that's what this is inspired from from a visual level. Um, where, you know, yeah, like, if you're watching this, you kind of feel like you're going insane, too. Like, it kind of, like, what the characters are feeling, where, like, you know, it's time passing and what have you. So, it's 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 really gorgeous. And, like, yeah, there are a lot of moments where you can feel things were rotoscoped or heavily referenced from realistic movement. And it really fits in well with, like, kind of the things going on. It very much is just, like, a conversational heavy show where you, um, 
you just watch it and take it in. You know, you don't really yeah, know what's like, going to happen here. Um, like I said, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot about like the sequences in Pat Labor where characters are like monologuing, but there isn't really anything going on. But like, you know, again, very Mamoru Oishi, just like here's a lot of philosophical talking, but not a lot of stuff going on. But there definitely seems to be some sort of trajectory where it's going to explain at some point what what you know what is what is the thing you know like what what caused all this but you know that's less important but more like you know it's 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 using these cast of characters to talk about like different things that's really what it is um and it looks good so i definitely have to check that out i keep forgetting that it exists Ugh. i'm really behind <laughs> on anime also so it's just like yeah. it's really hard to remember all of them especially in this one because <laughs> the name is is uh Sunny very boy. distinctive <laughs> I'm shocked that I don't remember it, honestly. But yeah, very strange. You, I, just just losing my mind thinking about the monkey baseball episode. What the fuck? Monkey baseball. (laughs) Monkey baseball. (laughs) There, the, the, the sec, like, okay, yeah, a great example is like, yeah, there's no logic to it, but like, yeah, the whole thing was like, when they jump out, like, Episode two, they jump out of the school building. They're now on this island. And they, they're like, oh, shit, for some reason, we can't touch things free. We can't touch someone else's uh, possession. Like, say, for instance, like, one character holds up someone else's glasses, and the glasses are burning their hands. So they drop it quickly. And they're like, oh, God, we have to invent capitalism. We have to, like, we have to. <laughs> so there was a whole bit where they were, like, making fun of the fact that they had to build, like, a weird transactional system just so they could. Like a weird exchange system, just so they can borrow other people's stuff. Like it's, it, I don't know, it's just very interesting how like each each episode goes into like a different problem, you know, and it, and like how they're forced to like, for some reason, conform to these artificial systems to just go by when none of this is their fault. Which again, very Lord of the Flies, where it's like you know, in a sense, it's like is it nature versus nurture, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, um, it's it's a series, all right. <laughs> it's a surreal series, all right. Monkey baseball. <laughs> can't stop thinking about it it's fucking nuts it seems nuts and i want to check it out uh i yeah once i get caught up i think i will give it a whirl um i need to erase this from my vocabulary i think me saying this because i i've said it every podcast we do i'm like oh yeah i'll catch up on that do you know how many seasons i've said that now i never do <laughs> it's not true a lot yeah i never do i i think once i did i think once i did do it i just don't remember what it was for it was some show y'all were watching and then i was like oh i'll get caught up and then i did i just don't remember what it was um yeah i think that's everything we were going to talk about today uh yeah. Do you have any we questions? We do have questions. Yeah. All right, go for yeah. it, John. Yeah. So if you want to send a question, you can go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, so we do have one new question. We actually have a question left over from episode 69 that came oh. in like right when we right when the podcast ended. So I don't know if you all want to want to honor that or not. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, we should. All right. Okay. Uh, then we'll do that one first here. Uh, Horror Errors asks, uh, this is kind of a two-for-one here. Uh, we got Fuck, Mary Kill, Panty, Stocking, and Garter Belt, because, you know, we're doing a lot of Fuck, Mary Kills oh. on the main <laughs> podcast, so I guess it's it's coming over here. And then part two, uh, as a classic 69 episode question, who is your current anime crush? B- bonus points if it's not Makima. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
I think they got your number, Rose. What the fuck? Anyway, first one. I mean... You see, here's the the the, the cheat to this one though is that you can very easily pick kill Garter Belt because I was gonna say that's exactly what I was gonna say. He'll yeah. just He's he'll fine. just respawn. Yeah. 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 So I mean, so ba- basically, I guess I guess the the real the real answer here is just fucker Mary Panty and stocking. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I agree with the answer. Like he's fine. He'll he'll be fine. Yeah. I don't want to fuck or marry Garter Belt, so it's it's a pretty yeah. it's a pretty easy answer. I just, you know, it's, he he's he at least seems like he can cook, you know. Yeah. If, if we're talking like if we're talking pre if we're talking pre priesthood Garter Belt, maybe, but yeah, once you get that, once you become Catholic, it's all over. Yeah. Yes, exactly as we've seen in Monica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The Catholic death knell. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm a stalking guy. I'm sorry. Of course you are. Yep. I'm a stalking guy. So, yeah, I mean, it would be pretty basic. Just fuck Penny Mary stalking. I, I don't, I, can I like, can I just say no? Is that an option? <laughs> I think they're all too I mean, unhinged for me. Yeah, they're too you unhinged can. for me. Except I will all kill right. Garter Belt because it'll be funny. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to see yeah, how that works. Explode. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, he'll do the, ah, it'll explode again or whatever. And then mm-hmm. that, and it'll mm-hmm. look great. It'll be really good. Mm-hmm. It'll be really yeah. good. Yeah, it's a deep question. I know. <laughs> I know, this is to... weirdly deep. No, I, I think I think I would marry Garterbelt, but, like, yeah, nothing would happen. He would just be, like, a cool, like, person to cohabitate <laughs> with. Because, yeah, All he right. seems like he, cook, he can cook great. Um, I, hmm. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I would probably. I, I I would fuck Pandy because I'm curious as to why is she that good? Like, I, I guess in that case, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I really by. I you gotta you're going to I like gotta to know fucking, like what's going on there. But also, she's gonna very, get stalking because there can be only one, stalking, right? Though. That's why. Yeah. If she's a de- if she actually is a demon, that's probably okay. Though I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> probably the ex- that's probably why. Um, yeah, I do probably have to kill her. That's unfortunate. Um, but she might be fine too if she mm. actually is a demon. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if that's like also a cheat answer because because uh, Pansy's very straight. I'm also not by cure, so actually nothing may happen. <laughs> I think that's an answer that will negate itself. So I think. Mm. I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, but no, curious, curious. I, I I would say, like, if, if that if that is the case, then, yeah, like, hey, is, is she All that right. good? Like, what is, what is going on here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got to figure it out. You got to find I out. Gotta figure out. We got to see. And then I guess the, the question is, uh, the, the second question is, uh, any, any, uh, any anime characters currently uh, hitting your your list i guess recently <laughs> i guess is the answer or the question i'd have to think about that let me all i do is retweet makima so i don't i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't know I, don't. I mean i guess my answer could be kobeni which is close to makima but basically I've, I've makima been... that's I've basically been retweeting a lot of kobeni's lately she's fucking she's she's funny 
We've been talking a lot about finding it funny to see characters going through shit. That's uh-huh. all. That's all. Quebec you have does. don't what? It's twisted. It's, uh, <laughs> it's good. Absolutely twisted. <laughs> hmm. I can't think of anything coming to mind recently. From like because, recent times, yeah. Yeah, from I, recent times, definitely not. Like I don't know. In terms of the stuff I've been watching recently, no, nothing is coming up to my mind in terms of like hmm. Hmm, this character is attractive. Um, like, oh, I would feel embarrassed if someone walked in watching me, even though nothing bad is happening, but this character's in the shot. <laughs> like, mm, uh-huh. Yeah, like, uh-oh. <laughs> nothing of that, though. <laughs> All right, LV, here. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of uh, reach across the aisle here, because, uh, you know, you, you you just reviewed Busta Fellows. Were any of the Busta re- Fellow boys your type? No, not actually. Actually, no. Wow. I, I just wanted to be their mm. friend. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like I was like, no, oh, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to deal with these guys. They're they're all like a mess. <laughs> I they have all uh, <laughs> not like baggage okay. in a way where like that's an issue in a lot of dating sims where it's like this guy has baggage. You have to fix him, which I don't think actually is the case in this game. Which was which makes the, this game story strong. Where it's like, oh, I can be their friend. Um, mm-hmm. No, they didn't really stick out to me in okay. terms of like either. Even Fair. though, yeah. It's not really reaching out. Like, oh. Yeah, there's this is this is Dane Simmons Jason. I would not be surprised if this gets an anime adaptation at some point now that it has an English release. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Alright. I I just it's anime anime adjacent, but I really like Oberon Fate. That just You're came also out. you're also an Oberon fucker. Oh, he's so good. Mothman. He is a Mothman. Yeah, he's really good. Also, he's drawn by the March Comes in Like a Lion artist, so it looks really good. Like, it's it's good. Okay. All right. Shulis asked the question that I can answer pretty easily. I don't know if the rest of you can, but uh, Shulis asked, uh, (laughs) how has Precure changed you? (laughs) I really liked the original series of Precure that I watched when I was Mm -hmm. a child. Yeah. It was good. It probably made me more gay. Okay. Uh, it's it's made me a far darker individual. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. <laughs> it's it's corrupted me. <laughs> it, it certainly has. You're gonna be like you're gonna be seventy years old, and you'll like just remember the dog being sick at some point. You'll be <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, and Ugh. I've been, I've I've been laughing at fucking YouTube poop shit for like a. Decade, There's something right? twisted about this in particular. I don't know what it is, but it is just <laughs> disconcerting. I think it will represent a potential pattern that needs to be quashed. I don't know what that pattern is. I don't know how to help you with it, but I'm just scared. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. It's not good. I'm not it's saying not it's good. good. No. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna like crack jokes whether it'd be like you know a future potential niece or nephew or your future kids or future and they're gonna be like oh or grandkids i'm sorry and they're like oh great grandpa's thinking about the sick dog again (laughs) (laughs) they're going to come to you and they're gonna be like why is my dog not feeling well and you'll just start laughing uncontrollably (laughs) (laughs) i gotta go to another room hang on yeah (laughs) uh fucking nightmare 
Yeah, you know it's gonna happen. That's why you're laughing right now, because you know it's real. Yeah. What are you oh, what, what am I God. supposed to do about it? <laughs> Again, you need this path needs to be changed. You <laughs> fucked up somewhere. There's a route that could have been taken. Where you don't you didn't even know the dog got sick. Uh, yeah, th- th- this thought was birthed on this podcast, so, like... I know. Yeah, there should have... We should we should have never done this podcast. Uh. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> so there's your answer, Shoeless. It, it's not good. Dark future we have ahead of Darkness. us. Yeah. Darkness. Well, it, it has certainly taught me there is evil in man, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, it can happen to anyone close to you. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it hits. Ho- no it one hits is immune to, to the sick dog, apparently. Uh, you gotta watch your back. You never truly know someone like <laughs> until, <laughs> until they, they see, see a, a sick dog. dog. Oh yeah. my god! <sighs> well, thanks, uh, thanks for those two questions, y'all. Thank you. Uh, great, <laughs> real great stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, okay. So uh, for this month, we are watching uh, Daily Lives of High School Boys. We'll be talking about that next time. Maverick might be here next time. I don't want to speak for him. He might not be. He's still getting things set up. I know. I think he just found an apartment, which is good. So mm-hmm. I think that that's a good that that's a good that's good tidings. Yes. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, this has been a good episode. Had a good time. Good good stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, next time I'll probably actually finally be caught up on anime, which will be nice. Um, you never truly are. No, but I'll, I'll at least, I think, be able to get to Madoka at the very least. Right. We, I, I have gotten close. I'm close. I'm close. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, as always, patreon.com slash vgcc episodes one week early three dollars gets you other stuff too we're working on some stuff behind the scenes i know it we're we're doing so much stuff right now that's the only reason i Mm -hmm. think we're we're behind on some of that stuff is just working on some stuff behind the scenes that is very important (laughs) i think yeah we are we are actively working on the site redesign still but also we have been doing a lot of work like we've been putting up a lot of reviews lately so it's been a busy time and even just like having scott fix the back end and stuff like that dealing with yeah stuff like that we're just we're busy also everyone has just had like everything happen to them all at once it feels like i think like every member yeah. of the site has had something happen to them like lv yeah. you got you got your new job i think yeah right and, someone, and then and then someone else yeah other people got new jobs or new yeah job like offers. john's uh, moved school like, movie everything <laughs> specific life yeah some people had all three of those things happen to them so (laughs) yeah like i was i was i was away for a while like i i did some stuff i'm going to be away again like so like it's just yeah we're we're all busy it's very strange i feel like it's a coordinated attack solon's turning into (laughs) something called chorby i don't i don't know what that is i don't know what that uh, is either it's 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 very ominous. I, I don't know what it is. It's we so it's it. so threatening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just so much happening uh, to all of us. It feels like a coordinated assault. Um, <laughs> but we will stand strong. Video game choo choo will come through this stronger than ever. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
but yeah, with that, I think that's about it for the podcast. Um, thank you both for joining me as always. Yeah. Of uh, always a treat. And uh, we'll see you all next time on another episode of Unlimited Railworks. See ya. Mona Lisa,